97% of women have been sexually assaulted in the UK. And I don't know about you guys, that didn't really come as a surprise to me. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome back, everyone. And hello and hi, if you are new. Today, some of the issues that are raised um, in this episode may be triggering for some and we will be discussing issues such as gender-based violence, sexual assault and women's rights. So in light of the devastating news about Sarah Everard this week, I'm sure many people have seen in the news, um, firstly thoughts and prayers with her loved ones and her family, it is absolutely awful what we have heard about her. But I think it's important that we do an episode on this and discuss the issues in society and what it means to be a woman in today's society, given that we are all women, all women of colour, and we can definitely share our opinions on how we feel growing up um, in the UK and, you know, just dealing with things that almost every woman in society deals with as much as you may not want to believe it. Mm. So what do you think about that? I firstly want to say that Sarah could have been any one of us. She did everything that she was supposed to do um, from taking a well-lit route, walking past CCTV, wearing coloured clothing and on the phone to somebody she knew to inform them that she was on her way home, which is really quite shocking um and we've also seen in social in social media and in the media generally that um the statistic that 97 percent of women have been sexually assaulted in the uk and i don't know about you guys that didn't really come as a surprise to me so i don't think it came as a surprise to any woman really you know no we we've grown up living our lives conditioned to do certain things and as much as this figure may have been a revelation to some men which I've Mm -hmm. seen online um, lots of tweets and things it definitely was unsurprising for women 100% so crazy to think that the reclaim the night movement began in 1977 after women were told to avoid public spaces after dark following the horrific crimes of the then on court Yorkshire Ripper. And it has been 44 years, guys. Hello. Hi, 44 years. And women are still feeling that it's necessary to take extra precautions when they're out alone. 44 years. So the news of Sarah this week really has... Um, began discussions again on the Reclaim the Night movement or Reclaim the Streets. But it is just so shocking to know that it started 44 years ago. Exactly. And we're back and at square one. Yeah. Why hasn't things changed? And what exactly can we do to ensure that another 44 years from now, we're not having the same discussions? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? It's just... It's quite shocking how we as women are told to do certain things. You know, we said earlier, Sarah did all of the things that we're told to do in society. But why should we as women be the ones who are under a curfew? Why should we be scared to leave the house? Why are we not awarded the same freedom, given that we are we make up 50% of society too? 
Exactly. So we should be allowed to leave our house. We should be allowed to walk the streets freely and not be scared that we'll be abducted or attacked or, you know, worse, murdered. Like, mm-hmm. Do you guys mind if I ask you to share some of your experiences of perhaps walking home alone at night or just being out where you felt uneasy um, or scared? I could give so many experiences. Like, hello. I'm even just picturing myself running through the streets as as, <laughs> as, as you do when it's dark. Because oh nobody, nobody has got the time to be just chilling, walking when people are just looking at you left, right. Like, there's just too many stories, guys. I've <laughs> run. I've run down the streets, especially when I was at university, mm, and same. like coming back from campus late at night. Um, you know, living in a student flats and things I remember I used to get the bus at one point so I used to get off the bus and I tell this story to everyone I always used to like look around on the bus trying to figure out (laughs) what's going to happen to me (laughs) and I don't know if it's I always put it down to the fact that I studied law so I was constantly reminded of you know criminals and the things Mm -hmm. that people can do but obviously it's not just that obviously it's the fact that a lot of women, whether they studied law or not, have the mm-hmm. same fears that I had or you had. Um, so I remember I used to get the bus. And when when I used to get off the bus, there was a little bit of a walk from the bus stop to the house I used to live in. And I used to run down that street so many times because it would be <laughs> quite late. And I remember I used to have my key in between my knuckles. Although Sims told me that that's actually not the right thing to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was holding my key in the wrong way, apparently. Um, But yeah, I remember I used to run down the road. And the worst part is you can't even stay on the phone to someone sometimes because you need to be able to listen what's going on. Or you don't want your phone to be, you don't want your phone to be on show. Um, Yeah, I used to do that so much. Of course you can. Did you ever felt like you were overreacting or, oh, is this all in my head? You know, just. Yeah, I definitely did. I think, yeah, I definitely did. Um, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, to be honest. I definitely yeah. thought I was overreacting. But I remember we, me and my best friend at uni as well, we lived together, just me and her. And we used to freak each other out so much. Um, because the house we used to live in, it was, I don't know if we know how to explain it, but basically it was kind of like you had to go down an alleyway to get to our front door and Mm. uni life (laughs) and there were no lights and there was no light you know how some people have a spotlight when you walk into your drive Mm but we didn't have that so it was even worse you I would run down this road and then get to my house and be even more scared while unlocking (laughs) my door (laughs) it was awful it's just it's actually a madness the kind of experiences that each of us I'm sure have had like Sim have you had any experiences as such yeah um too many to remember which is just horrible tough to say really from unwanted touching in a nightclub to wow let's not even get in well actually let's get into it I don't know why I'm saying that's not (laughs) yeah it's just it's horrendous really isn't it and you just get so angry in the moment but then at the same time the other side of me is just like calm down people are drunk you don't want Mm. to um 
say something and somebody become aggressive towards you. Mm-hmm. Like, or cause a scene. <laughs> yeah, which is just a dreadful position to be in. Um, more recently, I think last summer when the lockdown um, restrictions lifted slightly, I got a train into Birmingham and this was broad daylight, right? I was with my friend and the train carriages were pretty empty because people were probably staying at home still. And a male came onto the train and was making us feel uncomfortable by continuously staring at us. So we just thought, right, okay, let's just get up and move further down the carriage and sit down there. And he followed us and he kept doing, like, we moved again and he followed us about three or four times until we got off the train and I was ready to leg it. I was ready to run. Um, But somebody else got off the train, um, this other woman, and she got off and it wasn't her stop, but she got off anyway, just to make sure we were okay, because she said she saw the whole thing and she knew that we looked really uncomfortable. Oh, what a sweet woman. I know. That's awful that that that's even ha- broad daylight broad I mean, daylight what i just don't understand my bag like oh god and like you said you don't want to get your phone out because you're scared that that will get robbed yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like what do you do yeah what about you candice any stories <laughs> no guys as as you both said there's just so many so many stories to say but i feel like for me as well it was the fact that my friends even like a lot of us knew that that was the situation so we we're constantly having to say to each other don't walk home alone. yeah mm-hmm. make sure you wait for somebody else to go with you it's that mindset of everyone around you having that same worry having that same fear and it's in the moment it's it's it's, it's the norm but why should it be the norm like why should we have to always be thinking about you know taking care of each other our safety when yeah, I don't. We make up fifty percent of society. I agree. It shouldn't I agree. be I like that. Just, we, it's, it's just so. It's just. It's crazy. It's conditioned into us, isn't it? But now yeah. we're having this conversation again. Like, why should it be? Exactly, and I think that's so important because for so long it's it's become we've we've accepted it. We've accepted that position yeah. and continue to live life according to that position. But obviously now it's it's enough is enough. And at this point, should we wait for all our, 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 you know, should we should we be waiting for more people to be dying before we're actually taking steps and, and active measures to deal with this situation? Absolutely not. Yeah, I think it, you know, everything, both of you are saying so true. The amount of times I will text my friends, have you got home? Um, if they don't text me back in a certain amount of time, just because I need that peace of mind. Because yeah. you never know what could happen. You really don't. Do you remember, Candice, remember at uni that the WhatsApp chat? Yes. Um, so for anyone that didn't I hear almost, about it at the time. I almost go on. fell off my seat when they told me this story. I'm pretty sure I knew <laughs> of it at the time, but I'd kind of forgotten because it wasn't my uni. But you guys went to Oh, work and known for it now. <laughs> yeah, if you could just Google it and it's all over the internet. Yeah. But essentially, I'll just break it down for anyone who didn't hear about it. So while we were at uni there was this WhatsApp chat that came out of a bunch of guys who were essentially just saying the most awful things about women um, who went to our university and just women in general along the lines of, you know, just racist slurs, 
um, rape, things about rape, things about um, sexual assault on girls that went to our university. Mm. Um, what else? I can't quite remember all of the details, but if you go, you could just Google the words Warwick, it's WhatsApp, so rape, scandal, and you can actually read the WhatsApp chats online. Um, I checked if they were still there the other day, and they actually are. Viewers discretion because yeah, it's some wild stuff. Absolutely, yes. Some of the stuff is shocking, really, really shocking, and really, really sad that people are making jokes about rape and abuse and doing just the most disgusting things to women. So anyway, this chat, this private chat, ended up getting leaked, and we had a magazine on campus who basically just exposed the chat and it all came to light and there was I think it was a group of 10 boys that were in the chat Mm. obviously you can look online exactly who it was um but that that really shook our uni because firstly you don't expect those type of things so close to home home yeah I guess that's that's the word I'm when things everything happened with Sarah people were saying tweeting this is way too close to home now, you know. People don't people who are living in London, you don't expect it to be that close. And mm. and I just I remember reading the chat at the time from the messages that got leaked and I was just so, so shocked. And I remember speaking to some of my guy friends and they were shocked, you know, obviously. And this leads into the fact that um when the news came out about Sarah, there were the hashtag, hashtag not all men, not was all trending men. on Twitter. And obviously, it's not all men. I don't know why that even needs to be a thing that's said. It, no one ever said it was all men. But the fact that right under our nose at university, these men were saying these things behind the scenes or who knows what they were doing in person, we, we don't know. But the fact that, that is, there is some men means that there is enough men and we as women cannot take the chance of trying to determine which men are dangerous and which men are not dangerous because we don't have the time in the moment we Mm. and we shouldn't have to we shouldn't at all and I think even one of the root problems and issues that become so apparent in these situations is asking people um within their like do you not check your friends mm-hmm. do you challenge such behavior are you that person where like for example was part of that group chat where all those things were said and do you do you laugh as yeah, well that... do you just stay silent um, because you're being it's... complicit if, yeah. even being exactly. silent you're being complicit absolutely you're, you're you're you are part of the problem and even though it's it's a hard you know it's a hard, harsh thing, shall I say, to say, but you are definitely part of the problem because the more you stay silent about something, like you said, Sonia, you're being complicit. There are other things that you could be doing in that situation. Okay, maybe it may not be the most comfortable thing for you. Maybe you may it may not be received in a nice way, but people still need to know. Sometimes when you say a harsh thing to somebody, they might shrug it off or act like they don't care, but once you've said it, you've said it. And they're going to have to, like, think about and reflect mm-hmm. on what you've said. And at least you've made an effort, a conscious decision to say something mm-hmm. about it. Because that's where that's where the first step um, in, in order for any sort of correction and any, any sort of 
move to get out of this situation that we're in can happen if you speak up if you start talking it doesn't matter you know what potential consequences consequences could happen after you've said what you've said but it's the fact that you're sticking up for the right thing Mm -hmm. and you're doing the right thing recognize your privilege as a man to be able to say these things and to call out your friends when they're doing something wrong yeah there's definitely a like broad scale or broad spectrum to this and the hashtag why not sorry not all men is definitely problematic because you know you might proudly declare that it's not all men and it's certainly not me but like Candice and Sonia have both said do you challenge such behavior do you support your female friends when they get harassed do you ask your female friends how what you can do to help um how many times have you seen a male grope a woman in a nightclub or how many times have you had to step in to stop unwanted advances on a girlfriend it is so infuriating that the best way to get a man to leave you alone is to have another man state that's my girlfriend or just stating i'm sorry i've got a boyfriend right yeah why do you have to make up those excuses it should be just no i'm not interested Mm. and end of the situation exactly so there definitely needs to be a discussion between all men about this because 97 percent of women is is all women it's too much mm. yeah i completely agree um and as you said there's a, a really broad scale to this it ranges from being complicit not saying anything to um you know if you're with someone and they're too drunk to consent even if that's your partner that is still an issue um and then all the way up to you know the most awful things such as sexual assault and murder and things like that but it doesn't it's not just those men that's i think that's the message we need to get out here it's a really broad range it's not just the men who lurk in alleyways it's you know the men that you work with the men that you go to school with the men that you watch your football with all of the news that has come out this week and the reclaim the streets movement i think a lot of men have perhaps seen or realized the fact that women have been living with this all their lives Mm -hmm. um i've seen a lot of tweets where men have been have said wow i didn't even realize that women thought this way or women felt this way i never even realized my privilege in that i can go for a jog late at night or Mm -hmm you know, just be be on the streets late at night and not feel scared. So I think that has been definitely a positive, but we are a long <laughs> shot off where we need to be. Yeah, I also exactly. don't mean to sound like I'm attacking men at all because I'm not, and I know there are so many lovely men out there. My friends, oh, for example, definitely. they are just the world to me. But mm. like you said, it's just really important for everybody to, having, to have these discussions because the more people that are aware... And the more people that then stand up to these actions, if they see them, the better it will get. There's definitely... Exactly. Sorry, Candice. No, it's all right. I was even going to say as well, um, going off of what Sim was saying, it's like, it's definitely not all men. Even me too, I can attest to the, um, to the fact that I have male friends who, during my time at university, some of them didn't let me walk yeah. home by myself. They're like, Candice, no, you're not leaving. Yeah. Like, 
they were so supportive they were great like they understood the position that I was in and it's just the fact that there just needs to be more men like that yeah they're just they're just simply that should be the norm it shouldn't be the fact that that's just a few people that act and behave that way every 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 man every guy out here t- should be striving to be that kind of um guy to be that kind of man and to also ensure that if the people that are around them don't have that same mindset they also uh, uh, they sh- they should rub off on them in order for them to see that this is the way that they should be behaving this is the way that they should be doing things because we don't we don't realize the power that we have to influence people we have like as humans we are, we, we can influence mm-hmm. people in many many ways and as long as people start tapping into that ability it will really help us go a long way because you're less likely to listen to somebody that you don't know telling you to do this yeah, and do this so and true. do that but when it's coming from your own home when it's coming from somebody close to you trust me you, you'll be shocked even if like I said earlier you might not like want to receive it in the moment but it will actually be on your conscience you will remember it and you'll know about it and even if you don't directly address the issue your actions and your behavior will be showing mm-hmm. that you know what whatever that person told you is having an effect on you absolutely and these are just little ways that we can really help change the narrative I think yeah I completely agree with what both of you were saying it's def- I definitely have really great male friends and just males in my life too but I think it's also worth saying you probably think as a male um, I am one of those people who's a really great male friend which is you know really good if you are but I think it's worth just bearing in mind if you see something that you wouldn't like your female friend mother sister daughter or girlfriend to face or be a part of or to experience happen to another person that you don't know another female that you do not know then call it out they don't have to be a female that you know or you know a family member for you to you know step in and say that's wrong you know that shouldn't happen because I think a lot of men are very protective over the people they know Mm -hmm. which is great um you know that's absolutely amazing and do not stop doing that but it's also important to call out things that you see happen to strangers yeah for sure and just on that point as well this has been circulating a lot in the media and on social media um some other things that men can do to make women feel safer especially at night whilst they're walking um just give them a bit of distance don't walk too close behind them perhaps even cross the road Um, never run too close to a woman when they're jogging or offer to walk a female friend home for example um all of these things like you know you may be the nicest guy in the world but in that moment a a woman probably doesn't have the time to calculate how big the risk is so it's just Mm -hmm. a little thing that you can do to make somebody feel so much safer in the moment yeah i saw a tweet um of a man he tweeted saying i would never dream of doing anything like this to a woman but i understand how because he was quite a big man um, how he shadow may look at night time and although he he would never dream of doing something like this he can understand how much fear that could instill in a woman who's on their own so just being courteous mm-hmm. um on the streets and doesn't cost it, you anything yeah it it doesn't at all and one thing that i think is a message as well to get out there is that i know it's so easy for us to hear the news and think because you know we don't know we didn't know Sarah directly 
she's not part of your family, your immediate circle, anything. It's like we see tragedies like this happen. That is, it's it's not going to happen to you. It's such a bad mindset that people have, and sometimes it's not, you know, on purpose that you distance yourself away from news like this. But you have to learn how to think that it could have mm-hmm. been you. It could have been your daughter. It could have been your friend. It could have been, you know, um, your your sister. It could it could have been somebody close to you. And we shouldn't have to wait until it happens close to your home for you to speak up about other people's situations and other people's circumstances because we want to get to the point where it's not happening so you don't even have to have the chance of it happening to you so it really does help when everyone gets on board and understands the importance of things that happen like this because it's not you today but it could be to you tomorrow obviously god forbid but I just want us to stress and understand that we have to treat every single situation like it like it's like it's our own because we don't know what that family is going through right now and that could have literally been Mm -hmm. you um dealing with this this grief and and unfortunate situation so when you kind of have that mindset and even for guys to know that one day you might have a daughter how would you feel if that happened to you like you have to learn how to actively put yourself in that shoe in 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 the shoes of 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 a father a friend or anyone in order to really see the effects um of what women have to go through yeah absolutely and you know what on that note you said it it could happen to anyone and I just want to make the point that we must also counter intersectionality into this debate or just into this social issue in general because it is so important um women of color trans women poor women disabled women all of these intersections of society are disproportionately affected by all of these issues that we are discussing. We must counter this into the debate. Many women have faced a very similar situation mm-hmm. to Sarah Everard's, although they have not received the same media attention. And if you did some research online, you might find one, two stories about them. You might not even find any, but these individuals are disproportionately affected and that must be taken into account when we start looking for active solutions to this issue Mm. it's definitely not a one-off event and it happens so many times since sarah's disappearance numerous women and children have been murdered So essentially, you know, this episode was just about spreading some awareness, giving our thoughts on Mm -hmm. growing up as women in society. And hopefully it's brought some attention to the issue. Um, The fact that violence against women is an epidemic. It requires way more attention and resources than it is currently being Mm -hmm. given. And we must look after 50% of the society. It's just, it's not Mm -hmm. up for discussion. There should be no ifs or buts. We should be able to walk alone at night, in the day, whenever, and feel safe. Definitely, there mm. is no devil's advocate in this debate. Absolutely not. We're not even, usually, we're always arguing against not each other, but <laughs> this one is. Today, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's just a good reminder of how we can help change our future, help change the current situation that we're in because we are so powerful as 
people as mm-hmm. a group as you know and it really does help having discussions like this just for people to be educated and understand as well because you know we actually drop (laughs) for tips and things that you can do going forward because we also understand that sometimes maybe the people around you don't want Mm -hmm, to have these situations with you and sometimes you may generally not even know so yeah like it's just it's good to have this discussion so that it's it's a means of being a part of the change um and helping others to see what it feels like by our own experiences and how we think change can come about from this situation use your voices absolutely so shall we wrap up the episode here i think so i will share our socials with everybody so that's it for this week's episode thank you so much for tuning in please follow us on our socials and feel free to dm us so our instagram is at license to talk our twitter is at license to talk and that's with the number two instead of the word two or you can email us at license to talk podcast at gmail.com feel free to dm us tweet us or email us with your opinions on today's episode or any of the issues we have raised if anyone feels like they have been triggered by the episode or are struggling please remember our dms are always open we are always happy to talk to you and we would really love to hear from you so until then we'll see you next week bye guys bye everyone